Shulchan Arach Adav, we are in Simen Shin Ches, we begin Halacha Hey, section 308, we begin to learn the fifth Halacha. In Halacha Dalet, we learned that uh, when an item is designated as merchandise, as schoida, and therefore a person is careful not to use them for any other purpose, being that they will be selling them as merchandise, and this applies even if they're not uh, very valuable, so then they are muktzah. Atrebe now says in Allah, hey, Bechain Sakin shall shrito, Vishal Milov Ismel shall svarim, Sakin shall safety, Mishimasakin be Hakul Moisim, Kavan Shemak Bidim, Shalili Stamish, Vem Tashmish Acher, Amutib Shabbos, also Latatul, Mafilo, the Serech Kufam, Umekaima. Similar laws apply to a knife used for ritual slaughter or circumcision, a razor used by barbers, and a knife used by scribes to sharpen their quills. Since their owners are careful, not to use these knives for another purpose that is permitted on Shabbos. It is forbidden to move the, the knives, even to use them for a permitted purpose, or to use the space where they are located. Just a couple of notes here. It's explained in section 331 that a bris, because we mentioned a, a, a sakin of mila, which is a knife used to perform a bris, so it's explained that a, a, a bris can, can be performed on Shabbos if Shabbos is the, the eighth day of the child's life. In such a situation, it is, of course, permitted to handle the knife to be used for circumcision. However, once the bris is finished after the circumcision, so then the knife is considered muksa. Also, since these knives, which we mentioned, whether, again, it's used for shechita, ritual slaughter, bris, or used by barbers or scribes to sharpen their quills, uh, since they are not going to be used for any purpose other than the one that they are designated for, and the, that purpose is forbidden on Shabbos, so then they they are taken out of the category of ordinary kalim utensils and are deemed muktzah. Continuing the alacham filu imasakin ze tachuv bindon imasakin machinim ein emrim sheminastam ein makbel of klal vayil uschavi bindon imsharasakin. This stringency applies even if this knife is inserted into a sheath together with other knives. We do not say that it can be assumed that the owner is not particular at all about using it for another for other purposes, since he inserted it into a sheath together with other knives. Nevertheless, the prohibition involves only removing this knife from the sheath, the sheath, or moving the sheath with this knife after the other knives have been removed from it. And the reason it's explained is because in such an instance, the sheath is considered as auxiliary to the knife that is muksa. And just that it's, as, as it is forbidden to move the knife, it's forbidden to move the sheath with it. However, it says, As long as by conscience the other knives remain in the sheath, so then it is permitted to move the sheath, even though this knife that is muksa is also in the sheath. And now he qualifies, though, that this license is granted provided it is impossible to shake out the knife from the sheath or there is concern that the knife will be damaged and a loss will be suffered if one shakes it out of the sheath or he needs the place where the sheath is resting. This is going to be explained in section 309 and 310 with regard to other utensils that serve as what's called a basis, a base, to le'isr ulaheter, to both entities that are forbidden to be moved and others that are permitted to be moved. See the rationale for all the above in those sources. Another note here. Um, we translated the word, the, the, we said that, 
excuse me, there's concern that the knife will be damaged. So this translation is based on section 277, which talks about tilting a table on which a lamp is positioned and the possibility that the lamp will break and a loss will be caused. However, in section 310, it talks about the possibility that shaking out the forbidden entity will cause damage to the permitted entity. It's possible to say that there's not, not necessarily a contradiction between those sources when the object that is muksa is a kli, for example, a candelabra, regardless of whether the damage might be to the permitted or forbidden entity, there's room for leniency. When, by contrast, the forbidden object is not a keli, we are concerned only about the damage to the permitted object. So this concludes um, halacha hey. In this halacha, we discussed uh, knives that are used for shechita, for ritual slaughter, or, or brismilah, or razor used by barbers, or a knife used by scribes to sharpen the, their quills, since, uh, as we explained, the owners are mocked, but they're careful not to use this for any other purpose that is permitted on Shabbos. They cannot be used even um, for a permitted purpose or to use the space where they are located. And we explained how this applies even if the knife knife is is together is in a sheath in a sheath, excuse me, together with other knives. And where we did qualify uh, that and gave more details. This concludes today's share.